0: Hey, this is Chris and Jan Woodruff, and you are listening to the Hindsight Podcast, where we sit down with people and we take a look back at what we can learn from a very specific season in their life.
1: So we're all decorated for Christmas, and I'm pretty excited. I think with Thanksgiving being early this year, I feel like I got kickstarted into the season a little bit differently than most years.
0: Yeah, there's a little bit more time to get into it and get ready and... And get going. It's been it's been fun. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's been a great it's comfortable. I don't feel stressed out. One thing that we're doing this year, which is maybe making it a little more fun, is that we are choosing to do some travel for our Christmas present to our family. That's right. The kids are older and so we've decided that we're gonna start doing some experiences. And uh, so we're looking forward to some travel.
0: Yeah, we're giving up. Uh, We're not totally um, adopting Christmas with the cranks where we're skipping Christmas.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But
0: we are giving up Christmas presents. So we're kind of excited about that just because it's now not about the stuff, right? Uh, which with the ages of our kids and... The world we live in. There's so much comparison, and so it's just nice to not have all the stuff. And well, and the gifts about- are
1: at this age are too. Ex- we, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, you know, you can't just drop a car in the front yard, or well, at least we aren't. We yeah. are not
0: exactly. Um, So yeah, so we're finding, okay, what are the fun things we want to experience? Because they're going to remember that. They don't necessarily remember what they got for last Christmas, but they're going to remember if we go somewhere. So we're pretty excited to start that this year. And
1: one of the things that you may have heard throughout is that a lot of the families we've interviewed have stated that what they wish they did more of is travel Mm -hmm. or had more fun. and. That's really not hard for us because we love to have fun all the time and we love to travel. Right. However, we are finding that being really intentional with that particular core value for our family has been important. Yeah. So just wondering what your um, traditions are yeah. out there, what you guys are doing for your uh, holidays.
0: So yep. the house is still decorated. The mm-hmm. lights are up outside. The tree's up. We got everything going, but just not as many presents under the tree this, this year, which we're okay with. Cause yeah, we're and pretty they're excited, excited about too because
1: they know that you know it's going to be worth it. So yeah. that's fun.
0: Well, hey, let's talk about our uh, our next episode. Our last episode with the Second Hendersons. Our last already. episode of the year. This is our last episode of 2018. So pretty pretty uh, cool year. Right, right? Uh, and all the amazing folks amazing that we got to, um, to sit with, with and people. Mm-hmm. So, um, next episode here with Jeff and Wendy, uh, going to get into some things with them around just core values, some dating stuff, uh, a little bit of just you know, the idea of raising adults a little, and then uh, you know, technology. Technology was a right. big one. Yeah. Uh, that was a big one, and we learned a lot of really great stuff.
1: I don't think you can ever no. learn enough about technology right now.
0: No, because it's there's always so something new. Hard.
1: It's a full-time job.
0: Yeah, it really is. There's so much new, but there's some really good stuff that they talk about. So,
1: Yeah, you'll enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Um, also, just a reminder, I want to remind everybody on the front end, uh, just rate and review. It's super helpful for others uh, on uh, on iTunes and all the different places. helps them to find it uh, as well, and so more folks that can learn from all these great folks. So. Without further ado, um, let's jump in with uh, Jeff and Wendy. All right, so we're back with our second episode here, sitting with Jeff and Wendy, and uh, such a great time on the first one and so many things we learned, Um, and I'm excited to jump in, and we're going to just dive right in with you guys. Uh, into some deep core stuff here. Of hey, what were some <laughs> core values? Right? What you know? What made up the Hendersons? When you say deep core, we're not doing sit-ups.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not
0: that core. Okay, okay, not right, that right, core. Okay. Maybe okay. after, course, right? Stronger. We'll do some burpees <laughs> or something.
1: That's a second podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what were some core values? Some family principles, some guidelines that you guys kind of incorporated that that really kind of defined the Hendersons.
2: Well, I think, um, like we said in the last episode, um, we came from great parents. And so I think what they modeled was God and family are first. And so um, one thing that we've always done, and, and of course, we're kind of obligated to this in a sense, but we we are... <laughs> big into church and going yeah. to church and being involved in church <clears> and <throat> surrounding yourself with you know um the community that that provides because I, and now in retrospect our kids have been so positively influenced by that 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 is a payoff for us right? yeah. that always keeping them there and um and they love church now you know i mean i know a lot of kids don't always jive with it but we've we've been consistent and um we've you know, always just had that value as believers um, and coming from families of believers, and so I think that's been probably a key thing, um, or a key way that we've been able to do that.
3: Mm-hmm. And I know that's hard in today's world with travel ball and all that, but that's just that's just yeah. something that we've decided to, to focus in on, mm-hmm. and and we've seen the we've seen the benefit of that. we have also a big believer in dinner together, mm-hmm. and not that's that's great. that it has to be at home all the time, especially with sports. Yeah, but just if there go if they're Several nights that we didn't get together, we would say, "Okay, we're canceling things mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever." We've got to we've got to get together, and that's that's been a, that's been a big deal. Another one is involving another adult voice into the lives of our kids, because they're they're not always going to listen to you. They're not always yeah. going to go to you first. The older mm-hmm. that they get, the less likely that's going to be. Yeah. So if we can go ahead and kind of beat them to the punch and go, "Hey, uh, for Jesse there were several. For Cole there's several," mm-hmm. and if you've got issues, go to them and talk to them and then come to us. Yeah. And when they actually, one of the things when they turned 13, we actually had 13-year-old birthday parties for both of them. But it was more for the mentors in their lives than it was for Jesse and Cole. Yeah, So we really cool. said, hey, thank you for yeah. all that you've done for them because we're giving them... Role models mm-hmm. to, to go after and to follow after, and so involving another adult trusted adult voice is a principle that we implemented.
2: Mm-hmm. And and the payoff in that has really been good too. In fact, you, we would we were able to see that at their 13th birthday celebrations. There were no friends at their 13th birthday parties. It was small group leaders, mentors, volleyball coaches you know, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, it was just a group of people that have poured into us and are poured into um, our kids. And I remember we um, years ago, Andy and Reggie did a series about parental guidance required. Yes. And we talked about yep. dialing in these influences yep. and that's what we've found ourselves doing is, you know, just pulling people that we see character in and, You know, trying to get our kids or them involved in our kids' Mm -hmm. lives, and you're dialing that in, and then to see them all in one room was really special. And um, you know, I mean, it was really a cool thing for each of them. So,
0: and has that carried on beyond the 13? Now that they're um, almost 17, Jesse's 19 in college. Mm -hmm. What do those relationships look like now for them uh, in the ages that they're at? Mm
3: -hmm. Well, the cool thing is, is Jesse's on the way home to attend a baby shower of one of her mentors really so, I mean it's changed it's, you know, obviously she's got she's sorority sisters and all that so it's a yeah. different world now and she doesn't have to call us when she leaves anywhere anymore, right. or text us and say I'm leaving. Then we've loosened that rope. Cole still has to do that. Sure. And so, but the fact that she's coming home from college to attend the baby shower of one of her mentors, I yeah. think, says a lot about Lauren and a lot about Wendy dialing that voice
0: into yeah. Jesse's life. Yeah, but she, she's still involved and still connected. Still That's great. And
2: I think one thing that um, they're walking away with is knowing how important these people are in their lives. So mm-hmm. they're constantly looking. For them, so yeah. Jesse's gotten connected with a few people in Birmingham because that's where she is now, and um, she's had coffee with these ladies just because. So. They're, you know, married, maybe have small children, right. but they're there in Birmingham if Jesse needs anything or that yeah. she can go and just kind of bounce things off of and so she's still intentional about looking for those yeah. relationships, even though we're not the ones dialing them in, she's dialing them.
0: She's in learned now. the value so and so she once she's on her own, which is mm-hmm. awesome because that's what you want mm-hmm. want to launch her into is the independence to know I'm gonna do this now on my own mm-hmm. and seek that that's mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah.
3: That's great. I mean it's
1: oh go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say you know, I was 26 when I moved to Atlanta and I didn't even know, you know, mentoring. I didn't grow up in that environment. You know, like I had friends and I had my family friends, but I remember when I first came into church and I was like, I need to find someone that's going to teach me, you know, and to help me unfold this new journey I'm on. And I wound up being pointed to this woman who has been in my life now for, I don't know 25 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was just it's interesting when because I'm thinking of Jessie at her age and yeah. that was me mm-hmm. sitting there going I just need someone to hang out with. I want someone that's going to give me wisdom and it's really a a 3 or a 360 I guess mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. because even though she was a mom of two older boys yeah. regardless of what I was getting from her there's always something that goes back and forth and that's really what shaped my whole direction and mentoring. I remember her saying, Jan, you're going to have a mentor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you kidding me? I will never... I don't even know yeah. anything. And um, from the the level of interest that she poured into me over years and years and years, really, she's like my spiritual mother. Right. And she's close with my family, but right. she is, just has that special part for me. It has really shaped my ministry now and my desire mm-hmm. to genuinely pour into others. So I just love hearing about I that starting right. at such a young age. Yeah.
2: And, and Jessie is the same way. I mean, she you know when she was in high school led an upstreet group which mm-hmm, is our mm-hmm. um, children's programming and so she um, started with these girls in second grade, and then you know they went to middle school in fifth grade, and mm-hmm. she was with them that whole time, yeah. and got to watch them you know move yeah. on to the next thing, yeah. And she, so she knows how valuable she was to them mm-hmm. because she had those people speaking into right. her life, and I think that's the theme throughout all of this: is always look at those people ahead of you in life right. because they they do have that wisdom, and mm-hmm. and then you are able to yeah. like you were saying to Jan, recycle it, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's
3: cool. And when we prioritize church. It it wasn't just they sit in a seat mm-hmm. and just sit there. And they, they are serving. Right. And, and there's the principle that, that Dr. King said, that everybody can be great because everybody can serve. Mm-hmm. So both our kids have served. They serve the younger generation. And the sooner you can get uh, your kids serving and yeah. someone else younger than them, mm-hmm. it just changes everything. Mm-hmm. It gets There's so many That's lessons awesome. they learn. It's not about me. Yep. They see the value and the joy of serving somebody mm-hmm. else. And, I mean, they... They want to be here in this environment. That's serving, so cool, they, right? And we see it. You know, we'll come up, we'll sneak over here when Cole's serving in transit, and he's serving on production, and he's got the headset on, and he walks out, and, and he's, his small group leaders will see him, and they'll go, "Cole," and he'll smell at them. But all of that is really important for them to understand that it's not about me; it's about serving other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and then now they are absolutely they're they're able to pay it forward by Mm -hmm. doing what their mentors did for them
2: Mm -hmm. i love it just a little unpaid um plug for you guys one of the first things we did for our kids to serve was to go take them to the lighthouse, and mm-hmm. that was a life changing yeah. moment for them right. because the focus was completely off of yeah. them. Yeah, you serve everybody, yeah, right. and so they were able to. I mean, I think they were six and eight when we first took them, it's awesome, and mm-hmm. they got a piece of that. And so they knew that serving was something that was valuable to them and that would, you know, replenish them, really, yeah. you know. So, um, we have always left the lighthouse because, and if anyone's looking for. For a family thing to do. Right. You know, I know people have asked us, what do you do to get your kids to serve when they're young? I mean, it's the best place. It's the place. best place. It, it really is. It is. It really is. You think
3: your kids are selfish and self-centered, which... Every kid. They all are. Every kid. I am. All right so <laughs> yes. if you, but it's just so great because mm-hmm. you eat last. Mm-hmm. That's right. You you get in the yeah. back of the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you get some real life stuff because there mm-hmm. were there were families, kids of families that passed away. Mm-hmm. So right. you you're, you're this is a real life right. thing. But at the same time you're at the beach. That's right. right. So it's a, a win time. for
2: everybody. It's this is a beautiful thing. And then I was able to go on um, two more retreats with each of our kids. Right. And then Cole's been a couple of times yeah. since then. That's right. You know, by yeah. that, by, right. Himself? by yeah. himself. By himself, yeah. Yeah, so.
0: it really is a great and totally. Yeah, I know that's where I work, but it's, this is not a promo <laughs> plug. But it really no, is it a great. Really is. It, we were doing it before I was on staff. With right, our exactly. our boys were five and seven, and mm-hmm. just to get to wake up more than one day mm-hmm. and do it for four or five days in a row to keep having those conversations, right. it just reinforces. And so yeah. I think serving. I love that. I I love that they're doing that here, and love the idea even beyond just serving, but serving in someone younger than them that mm-hmm. you're pouring into that net. Next group, I think mm-hmm. that's really cool.
3: Well, an example, Jesse, when, when her small group <clears throat> here that she was leading, she got an email from a mom saying, "My husband and I are going through a divorce, and I'm concerned about my daughter." And so she pours out to Jesse, "I don't know what is she, fifteen, sixteen, mm-hmm. something, something like, like that." Something like that, yeah. Well, Jesse's not had divorce and, and grandparents either right, side. This is right. the really first time that yeah. she's had. So she now, writes this it. email and and gives it to us. Goes before I had sin. And what do you think? And it was like, we were floored. I know. Like, wow, this is where did you get this? (laughs) What book did you copy this from? But so I I think when we ask our kids to come to a higher level Mm -hmm. and serve, they will go there. That's why taking your kids to Lighthouse, you might think, are they going to be what are they going to think serving? Uh, a kid with cancer, they will rise to the level. of They
0: that. will. Yeah. We've seen it time and time again, mm-hmm. and I've told so many parents that. Yeah. There's been parents I've literally had conversations with of, "You guys need to come serve." Ah, my kid's not ready, and they'll wait a year, they'll wait two years, and then they come and serve, and they go, "Chris, you were so right. <laughs> we my my to kids yeah. totally have done. They've yeah. totally done this. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so yeah, it, you just you got to put them in that situation. Yeah. You know, it's like the, it's a sports analogy of just put them in, coach. You just got to yeah. put and let yeah. them. Mm-hmm. You just got to give them a shot, and mm-hmm. once they do, they'll surprise you. They
2: do. White
3: house is such a controlled environment mean yes. you they're with them you're at the beach That's right you're doing all this fun stuff yeah. but then then you're seeing kids that are struggling with with these, yep. this this disease, and it's just its just an extraordinary experience.
1: One example I have for the power community, and I always share this with a lot of families that are looking to volunteer, so we have a foster son. He started with us at 18 months, so he literally was with us for two weeks, and he was at his first retreat, which is 150 people, and so probably in this 18-month journey that we've currently had him, he's been on maybe eight retreats, <laughs> and what I was shown, God showed us, as we were doing a a luncheon or a dinner for some volunteers, maybe 75 people there. And our family was just lined up to serve the dinner. And he comes over and he goes, Mommy, I want to help. I want to help. And so he literally loves getting the gloves on because that's like the big thing. He stood next to me because we had wrapped silverware and we had um, plates. And he handed out silverware and a plate To every single person. He would chase them down. I never asked him to do it. I could have very easily said, oh, no, 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 no. You know, you need to go Mm -hmm. shoo them away. But I thought, what a blessing that was for us. Right. And then also, that just shows how you put your children in that environment, mm-hmm. and they take on yep. mm-hmm. the environment. And so he doesn't know any different. Mm-hmm. He wants to hand out box lunches. He mm-hmm. wants to squirt the, the hand sanitizer. he's seeing all the older ones he's seeing everybody it, else you know? do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, mo- it's the power of And so that's modeling. where my it big is. thing is about integrating ages yes. and stages all together, because there's just this amazing power yeah. in community it's when so everybody is working towards a common goal.
3: And it's, it's back to the principle <clears throat> that you become who you surround yourself with. Yep. Yep. That's, that's true at Kathy, founder of Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's so it's true. true. So as, you're, as your kids are hanging out with other kids at Lighthouse, they're seeing that you're surrounding them with mm-hmm. those kind of leadership, servant leaders. Yeah. That's what you want.
0: Yeah. 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 I love that that's a principle for you guys, serving as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's neat to see that mm-hmm. play out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great.
3: Well, Cole said this when people ask, you know, how the church is going. I said, well... You know, mom serves on guest services, Jesse serves in Upstreet, I serve in Wamblin, and dad does nothing. So that's, that's, that's his mentality of what I do here That's college, right. I just stand on stage for a few minutes and speak, and then yeah. you know, That's right. That's right. I work one day a week. <laughs> yeah, you're
1: not leading the charge by any chance. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah
0: the, what I know about Jeff Henderson is you, you're you're doing nothing but everything. You're, you're into <laughs> See, you're all kinds of different stuff. you're just such a smooth leader yeah. that you just make it look seamless. You are, so there you, you have it. You are it. leading on somebody for us this. That's right.
1: I know. Yeah. Uh, well, tell us a little bit. So having two kids, you know, Jessie was your first coming through. What were some things that you learned with her that maybe worked or didn't work that then when Cole came along, you maybe shifted gears?
2: I don't know. I mean, I... Or I, maybe not. Maybe yeah. There wasn't no, I do not think of anything specific. I think that just... One, having a girl first, you tend to hold the, hold it a little tight the yeah. reins a little tighter anyway, just because I don't know, they seem more vulnerable to things. Yeah. You know, they're just yeah. girls and, and so I think we've learned to loosen that um rein yeah. a little sooner. Yeah. Which Jesse has come back and, you know, <laughs> called hey, us what's out the deal? on. Yeah. <laughs> so um but there I mean, probably a lot of small examples of things that, you know, we had have, have changed along the way, but um
1: I can't think of anything big.
3: They, well, they—the good thing about those two is they really get along. Yeah, so
1: and they're close in age too. They so so they're They very are. Close in age. So if you mess them up, maybe you just mess up at the we're, same we're time. We're just messing them both up as <laughs> a problem. We we're not smart
2: enough to change. It's truly what it is. So we'll find out in a few years what we did That's wrong. That's right, with. and they'll be sure to tell you. Yeah. Okay.
3: Well, Jesse will tell you that she, that it took her a lot longer to get on social media than it did Cole.
2: Yes, that's
0: true. And I know we'll talk about technology in a second, but yeah, well, that's a great lead-in. Yeah, though, let's just go now. into let's go into technology because mm-hmm. I think I think that's super important um, because we're right in the middle of it, oh. and the, I think the hard part is it's just the reality of that's the world we live in, mm-hmm. and so we're in this this stage of trying to figure out how do we um, not strip it away from them right. so that when they go out on their own, then it's just free willy. Up, but yeah. how do we train them? So that when we launch them, they know how to manage it, right? Mm-hmm. And so we we haven't figured it out. We're still learning, and every day we're learning something new. And and uh, and so I'd love to get y'all's thoughts on how does technology work in your home? How do you manage it? Um, are there things that you have on phones or iPads or whatever it is? Are there guardrails? Different. What What are the things that you guys do from a technology perspective to stay up to speed and to help coach and manage them through
2: it? Mm-hmm. Well, I think you're right. First, don't fight it because it is a reality. I right. think as parents and looking at social media from our vantage point, we just want to rip it all away. And right. that's, that's not smart. So I think we are, are continue to be and have been on a journey to make it where when they are on their own, they're doing it well. So I think we started out when they had phones, computers, whatever technology, it all stays on the main level. And that is a hard thing to implement at times, especially when all of their Mm. friends, you know, can take their phones up to their rooms and stuff. It's just something we've never done. And so they stop fighting it after a while. You know, Mm. I mean, it's a couple of hard weeks and, you know, they don't they'll just understand that that's the principle and the value that we do. So all computers, you know, so homework that's being done is done in the kitchen Mm -hmm. on a computer. Cole has his own computer, but we always know where it is, you know, because there's accountability. Now, as he's going into his senior year next year, um, we'll kind of probably start pulling back on that a little bit because he's going to have to learn to, right. you know, right. be able to handle that so and manage that. So you, I, I think it's just a, a, a matter of loosening that rein, you know, but over time, you know, they kind of understand wh- what they're supposed to be doing when, you know, so coaching them while they're in your presence and then, you know, kind of, I don't know not monitoring, but, you know, maybe asking questions about what they're doing. I mean, I guess coming down the road, we had to tell Jesse, hey, we're going to be hard on technology because you have a younger brother and boys are more susceptible to porn and all of that kind of stuff that we just, you know, want to protect him from. And so um, I think that was, you know, very important for her to hear. Mm -hmm.
3: And I would say also we, if you look at it, like we're not going to do social media at all. Okay, Mm -hmm. I get that. I totally understand that. But it's kind of like a slingshot. If you pull it way back and say we're not going to do it, once they're off at college, then they're yeah, just going to run rampant. Mm-hmm. So, so there is a balance there. Mm-hmm. But we—I know Cole for a long time wanted to get on Snapchat, mm-hmm. and we said no, no, no. And they're dad, there's group group chats, and I there, and then yeah. then our church got on Snapchat because even <laughs> the church is on Snapchat. <laughs> so I had a conversation with our high school director about that, I, <laughs> and he's like, "These are that's where the kids are. Why don't we totally crush that?" So, but we, we said, you know, when you turn 16, we'll let you get there. But you have to do one thing. You have to watch uh, the the Andy Stanley series, The New Rules of Love, Sex, and Dating. And until mm-hmm. you do that, until you go through that, you don't get to be on
2: Snapchat. Okay. So
0: They,
3: they both had to do that. that. We but did they, this yeah. with
2: Jessie as well. She yeah. had to be 16 That's and watch great. that. Okay. And we have to watch it with them. So they're not going to, you know, yeah. know right. Right. us and say, oh, yeah, I watched it, you know. <laughs> no, no, you watch it with us. Mm-hmm.
3: And, so. and I would highly recommend that series, mm-hmm. especially for that age group. Mm-hmm. And... So they had to do that. And so we just said, you're not going to get on Snapchat until you watch that.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that's great. I love that. Um, Because you're learning together, Mm -hmm. right? And you're getting to experience it with them. And and then there's probably conversation, Mm -hmm. right? You're asking questions along the way. And Mm -hmm. maybe they're asking questions. Mm -hmm.
3: Um, But I like that. The other thing, too, is we read their text messages. Now at Cole, we don't read Jesse's anymore Mm -hmm. because she has Well,
2: when they got phones, we reminded them of one thing that – this is a privilege, not a right. Yep. You know? Absolutely. So the phone isn't is ours. Yeah. You're using it because we need them to have it. And right. before until we needed them to have it, they did not have a phone. And then we always have all passcodes, all rights to it. Yes. You know, until you go to college basically. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I probably still even know Jesse's, but Ow. it's kind of irrelevant now. She's on her own. But I think Andy once said, um, you know, the goal is to have no rules their senior year of high school. Right. right. And I loved that because that's kind of where we are tracking is getting to them them to a point where they just know what to do. And mm-hmm. then, you know, by senior year, I mean Jesse really didn't have rules. She was taking her phone up to her room, but yeah. she's not letting it. I, I think one thing that's overlooked with phones and rooms is that it's such a distraction to them, even if they're not looking at porn, which we knew Jesse likely, right. likely wasn't, and all of that they're just on it all the time right. and their brains never rest, you yeah. know? And so I think that was something that, would, that was helpful for our kids was when they were in their bedrooms, they were truly just resting. Even if they weren't asleep, they're just, right. it's a peaceful place, you mm-hmm. know? And sometimes kids just need a break from that. So um, anyway.
0: I love that. I think that for us personally, I don't I'm maybe it applies to everybody else out there listening, but for us, that's that's real life that we need to hear we don't have the first floor rule I love that rule our kids if they ever listen to this they're probably gonna not want to ever meet the Hendersons right
1: <laughs> exactly
0: for uh, for for like why did you share yeah. that with my parents yeah uh, but I love the a, first floor rule yeah, I, I really do. do and and um, I think that's important because that's where we'll often find them is up in their room we have a don't close your door the door can't be closed mm-hmm. deal mm-hmm. but they're gonna be in their bed on their phone, yeah. And it's just, that's where they camp out. Yeah. Well, and
2: just to make you feel better, if you do implement <laughs> this, I learned this from someone who had to be retroactive on that. Right. Like they, you know, did not have that rule. Right. Then realized, you know, they wanted to it do that. Sense. And so, you know, they did have
1: to. Now yeah. we have a ton of restrictions on their phones. Sure, So yeah. they yeah. are like Fort Knox. Like so it's not like And see, we, they have we open, don't, we help, yeah. the,
2: I mean, we, you know, have helped them manage what's on there. Well, Cole did not have the internet until... I can't remember how old he was, maybe 15, you know, I mean, just yeah. didn't have it. So right. he had yeah. the phone and technology, texting, all that kind of stuff, certain apps, but you just didn't have the internet. Right, so. yeah.
1: that's the same here. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I've
3: had parents who, when they say, "You're, you're reading your son's text messages and so. Well, let me tell you why. Because I pay the bill. Mm-hmm. When, he, when he comes to me and Thank says I want to pay the bill, then okay, that's <laughs> what we say. Yeah. But and yeah, I mean, he could probably delete them all. Probably I don't know. But it's just it's just the principle that mm-hmm.
1: hey, I own the phone. Right. That's right. It's that's more great. about that
2: I can than I do. Right. <laughs> you know. I agree. We didn't do it regularly, and I probably haven't in a long time. But we have the right to go pick it up mm-hmm. if we you know see something suspicious. That's when I'll go pick up their phone and see what's going on mm-hmm. in their world.
3: It actually. Gave us a clue about Cole's school thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw some text messages that he was really struggling at this school. At the school that we weren't quite aware of, mm-hmm. it led to a conversation. We shifted yeah. to another mm-hmm. school, and hmm. it's worked out beautifully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know maybe that conversation would have happened, but it just gave us an insight on how he's doing. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's great. You Mm -hmm. talked about, you know, independence and kind of preparing them for that senior year. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit more about what are some of the other things that you did to prepare them under your roof to be on their own when they go to college and to be independent. Mm -hmm. Um, What did that, what did that look like?
3: We're big into, you know, the principle of give, give first, save second, live on the rest. So Mm -hmm. try to understand financially what this is Mm -hmm. going to be about and And that that this is, you know, we're we're paying for your college, but just so you know, we're paying for your college. So (laughs) this is this is a sacrifice that we're that we're making, and I think just making the wise decisions. Mm -hmm. And then I love the fact that Jesse turns to Wendy now first in many respects. Last year when she was rushing going into sorority, Mm -hmm. and and she she turns to Wendy a lot. Well, that that's because Wendy's built this relationship, and now Mm -hmm. it's. It's become this friend relationship, yeah, like a trust. And, yeah, and, and so mm-hmm. that's that's been in, that's been fun to see.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think that's the goal is you know to eventually be friends with them, but not while they're at home. Right, you know, you're, you're not their friend; you're their parent. And so I think a lot of times, what we as parents love to do is to come in and be the savior and get them out of a situation that they've gotten themselves into or whatever. But I think starting, you know, in high school, you start helping them navigate it, you know, by having that conversation and let them do some hard things, you know, and um, as they learn to navigate those things with you there beside them, then when they hit the hard stuff in college, they know how to navigate it, you know, and phone calls are still happening, but you know, it's just, it's a different kind of coaching. She's,
3: a gazillion times better at that than I am because I'm going (laughs) to swoop in and solve everything and make sure nobody had any (laughs) problems. Dizzy (laughs) dad. That's right. That's where it comes in. Yes, exactly. No, we've got to let them work this out. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, how
1: did you handle her going off to freshman year for both you? I mean, both you are very connected to her. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're excited. You've set her up for success in the sense Mm -hmm. of she's got mentors, she's mature. Mm -hmm. But emotionally, where were y'all during all that?
2: Well, we can sum it up this way. <laughs> <laughs> when we got in the car after dropping her off, we stopped at a gas station, and Jeff went in to get us a drink. He came out with two huge chipwich sandwiches, <laughs> you know, the ice cream. Yeah. So we ate that, and then further down the road we stopped at Crystal. Uh, <laughs> so, so yes. I think we yeah. ate our sorrows. So, um, but it, w- it was hard, but at the same time, It wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be because we knew she was ready. Yeah. Yeah. So that felt good. You know, I think when you can look back and go, we did all we can do, and Mm -hmm. she's ready, and she's excited, and she wasn't apprehensive. She was naturally apprehensive. They all are as freshmen in college. but. Um, she was ready to move forward, you know, mm-hmm. and she knew to push through that anxiety and push through yeah. some of this stuff. And she's done amazingly well. So, you know, it, it's that's the goal is to get them off, you know, yeah. um, and successfully. Mm-hmm. And so far, so good. It yeah, <laughs> has reminded me this is the goal, you mm-hmm. know, right? Yeah.
3: Um, I mean, I, I would. Tell any of your listeners, don't do what I did walking in her room the day after we dropped mm-hmm. her off. That's the dumbest thing I've ever done. So,
1: um, <laughs> And then you were weeping, right? Yeah.
3: And then it's also an adjustment for Cole.
1: It's like yeah. now, I'm just sure he probably like text texted Jesse a
3: few times and goes, oh, It's just me and the parents now. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You're going to come back. That's so, right. I
2: think he still is texting her. <laughs> <back. laughs> right.
3: So the, now we've gone from four to three. Yeah. That's it different Mm dynamic so yeah so we're trying to still
2: figure it out and when i mean he's driving of course now and so when they drive i mean i know y'all have one coming up on that i know i think you lose them first then yeah i know so we've um, heard that yeah Yeah. and and so it's it's almost a good helpful transition to be Mm -hmm. quite honest because you just don't see them as much so we kind of feel like some days we're empty nesters you know he Mm -hmm. pulls off doing what he wants to do and Jesse's gone, so we're like,
1: "Want
2: to go
0: to the movie?"
1: So yeah, because you can. Yeah, that's
0: right. Did you guys, as uh, in the senior year, and in, uh, in, did you have how did you work curfew? Was mm-hmm. that something where by the senior year you said, "Okay, no curfew. Um, we're going to give you the independence under our home to kind of manage it." How did that work in, in you guys?
2: Fortunately, the state of Georgia gives them a curfew, so that's
0: right. If they're in the car, they've got to be. They can't gotta be, be gotta driving be after a, a certain time. Midnight.
2: That's and right. So we just kind of stuck to that. Saved some arguments. It's the law. You've got to be home, you that's know. That's um, And so we just always said midnight. And I think that one thing that's helpful, though, is some, some nights, maybe a weeknight, we wanted it to be earlier. But I, just keeping in contact yeah. was the main thing. And I know my parents did that with me. There were mm-hmm. certain... Situations where you just wanted to be out later or, you know, I think rules are great, but don't, you know, live and die by them. Let there be some flexibility because they're going to respond better when you can do that. So if Jesse needed to call or if Cole's running later than we anticipated, you know, if they're just going to call and let us know, all our big thing is just communicate with us, you know, and then, you know, if they call and we we may be like, yeah, that's not going to work. You need to come on home. You have that right to do that. Mm -hmm. But if you can also kind of give them a little leeway, that really helps the relationship. And, you know, sometimes we do need to kind of bend the rules a little bit just to, you know, kind of keep that relationship with them, I don't know, a that they just trust you and know yeah. you're for them, and you can, mm-hmm. you know, believe in them a little bit more. Yeah, so I
0: think that's great. That's good.
1: All right, our final question. We love this one. What do you guys wish you could do more of or less of when you think back on some of your parenting journey? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, um, as we talked about this, I think we both landed on what we wanted to do less of. And I think we were big worriers. I think Mm. we would be a little more relaxed as parents. Um, We, you know, we weren't tight on rules, but we were just always concerned about, you know, their safety or this or that. You know, sometimes you just got to let them do some things out of your comfort zone and trust them. And trusting them builds trust. Yeah. Yeah. so. Um, both ways. So I think that was one thing that I think we wish we would have done a little less of is worrying.
3: So. I'm an overprotective parent, so that, that's, that's <laughs> that stress, you know. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Know. And that, I mean, I've loved parenting, but I feel like I would have enjoyed it more if I would worried less about, yeah, you know, broken bones and all this kind of yeah. stuff. Because, yeah, you know, those things are going to happen. You can't control them, but you feel like if you do worry about them, yeah. you, you somehow do control them, which is really
1: <laughs> which you guys are really great at that because
3: anyway. you
2: all do all kinds of adventures. <laughs> stuff. I see this on Instagram. I'm like, wow, they really do that with their kids. So. Your kids are great. So but.
3: that's funny. So yeah, I think the, the worry the worry lasts, mm-hmm. and so that's. And my dad told me just love them. You know, so, <laughs> and
1: Such a different day and age, right? right. I know.
3: Yeah. So that I think that, that we would have, and we really look back fondly on those years. Mm-hmm. So it's it's yeah, but I'm glad we're at our stage. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah,
2: yeah. So. I think we're we're happy with where we are, and I think I think we have few regrets. You obviously have regrets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think we just don't live in them. You know, it's like I wish we would have you know done things differently along the way, and we could probably look at a few different circumstances. But I think looking back and just um, doing the best you can do that's all you can do yeah. so we did the best we could and we're still trying to do the best we can with cole he challenges yeah. us sometimes but he knows that i mean but i think we can look back with few regrets mm-hmm. and yeah that's and so great i think that's, I think that's, fun. that's great fun
3: mm-hmm. we used to do this thing called henderson favorites and it was saturday mornings we'd wake up and they the, everybody could decide what they wanted for breakfast and i would go get it and typically, it would just between the, the, everybody would eventually just go Starbucks and Chick Fil A, so I just have to make <laughs> two stops. But um, so Henderson favorites became kind of a tradition, and it was mm-hmm. it's fun. So uh, we haven't done it in a while, but it still it still kind of has this legend of mm-hmm. yeah. Let's do Henderson favorites. So I have a feeling since Jesse's home this weekend, I might be doing Henderson favorites. <laughs> That's fun. Those kind of that. memories mm-hmm. and fun thing. I mean, don't don't lose the fun part of parenting. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite memories is we put him to bed one night and we waited for about 5 minutes and then we got him back up and said we're going to Sonic and so you would have thought we you know
0: that's we great went to
3: Disney yep. yeah mm-hmm. we're the coolest and we took pictures and yeah Drinking... I and mean, we work like...
1: Simple pleasures yeah. yes. make a difference. Yes. I thing, agree. It was a
3: weeknight. I mean, yeah.
1: really, <laughs> our minds. You are crazy, Jeff. You are so crazy. Oh, uh, that's
3: great. But yeah. kind of things, just have fun. Yeah. Don't don't, don't the, yeah, yeah. But yeah. don't don't miss out on the... Yeah. It's a gigantic responsibility, but so don't miss out on the... There's
1: so many rules and so many boundaries that are really needed, but I think oftentimes we're so afraid, too, of what everyone else is thinking about Mm. us that, you know, we're not going to have well-behaved kids or they're not going to be straight-A students that, you know, going to Sonic, Mm -hmm. you know, at 10 o'clock at night is going to blow their circuit. But, Mm. you know what, and that's probably going to be one of their most trusted memories. Mm -hmm. So I I think that, too, and that's something that we continue to learn is just remember not to take it so serious that you miss out on the joy Mm -hmm. of having that family time.
2: Yeah, and I think that's probably one thing, I wish we would have done more of is just kind of the spontaneous, spontaneous. Yeah. you know, because I think you get so caught up in, oh, it's bath time. Thank goodness that's over. Or, yes. oh, this is yes. that, you know, finally they're in bed. But then, you know, looking back, that's one of our highlights, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and you just want to do more of that. Yeah. So, you know, yep. so don't, you know I, I think that would be, yeah, one thing that I would change is maybe, Let's just, you know, lighten up a little bit. Yeah. You know? And I mean we were pretty lighthearted, but for the most part. But I think it would be fun to kind of go yeah. Back. more. Yeah. I think that's what grandkids are for though, right? That's right. That's right. You learn all that and go, yes. Oh now we're just that's gonna do it with these guys. I've seen in my parents right. over the years that's and cool. Jeff's parents as well. So that's,
0: that's great. great. Well that's awesome again, guys. Um, such great stuff. Thank really you love so sitting much. with y'all and learning from you. I Thank you so guys. much for opening up the door to the Henderson home and just sharing what you guys have learned and what's worked well. Um, it's been really great. Sitting
1: with you also. Thanks for rising. Lots
0: of great to yeah. see you. Thank you. Thanks, great y'all. Great. Yeah. Well, what a great way to finish our 2018, a great episode sitting with Jeff and Wendy. So many um, really great things to learn from them. Really glad uh, that it worked out that our, our last episode of this year is them. Um, so super fun. And, right. uh, and just looking back on the year, we learned a ton of really great stuff.
1: Yeah, I hope it was as good for you guys as it was for us. We're really blessed. When I think about the fact that we're even doing this, I think right. I'm think i still shocked. I think yeah. I'm always like, really? Have we done this? Yeah. And I get to hear it again. You know, oftentimes I re-listen to it because once we sit with a couple... I want to hear what it sounds like because I still go back and take notes and and continue to learn after I've heard it. So I'm just honored that we get to do this. And it's been, what, eight months of great information shared.
0: Yeah. So excited to cap off and finish out this year. And Jan and I have already been talking about next year a lot of things that Mm -hmm. we want to do different uh, with some different folks. We first are going to kick off the new year in January, um, you're just going to get to hear actually from us. So hopefully yeah. that doesn't turn you away. <laughs> I know, stay. Um, and, and, uh, and hopefully you'll still stick around with us. Um, but we're going to talk about some of the things that we've learned and already started to apply and what we've learned from that. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about just some things we've learned specifically from some mentors that we've had in our life right? Uh, and some of the things, how we've applied those and uh, and what we do both in marriage and in parenting. So that's mm-hmm. what January is going to look like. And then we're going to dig into some, some new topics.
1: Yeah, we're excited. Definitely feel like we've done a great job getting some good couples to give us the middle school, high school, even the launching into college. Now we want to start tackling... Um, People who've been married for a long time, I would love to learn how do you stick it out? You know, we've already been married 18 years and that's a long time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when our personal goal is going the distance, that's a lot more years ahead. And I wanna hear, and Chris and I wanna hear what makes that happen. And there's some great couples that we have in mind. So you'll definitely want to hear from them. And we've got some other topics as well that we would love to incorporate. Yeah. We're not going
0: to, we're not going to completely leave parenting. We're going to stick with and and still come back to parenting and, and maybe even get into some of the younger years some different things for some of those folks, um, for some of y'all that are listening that are you know, still in the middle of, you know, elementary school, or maybe your kids aren't even in elementary school. Um, there's definitely some things we want to be able to get out to you guys as well, but we really are feeling like we want to share and learn, uh, around this whole marriage thing.
1: Um,
0: and really sit with some folks that have been married for 30, 40, 50 years, uh, and, and want to, want to get some good insight from them. So we're definitely going to take one of those uh, directions and sit with some folks. So excited mm-hmm. to do that. So that's what things will look like in 2019. So thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us and listening with us in
1: 2018.
0: Right. And uh, we will talk to you guys in the new year.
1: Yeah. Have a Merry Christmas. And
0: a Happy New Year. We'll take see care. you soon.